Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the PlayStation Report. Definitely the first time we're trying to record this. I'm Frank, and with me is Tyler, and we've definitely, you know, not talked to each other today before just now. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, let's try this again. <laughs> hey, anyone out there who's uh, podcasting, you know, just always have your audacity on, like, full screen Somewhere where you can see it at all times, because holy fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you I don't th- caught it when you did, though. I'll say that. Look. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're not going to retread too much ground here, because uh, we can talk. We can talk about all this stuff later, some other yes. time. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about IndyCar. Talked a little bit about F1. Whatever. Who gives a shit? We're here to talk about video games now. We're here to talk about Power Wash Simulator. We're here to talk about us dirty boys cleaning some shit up. Dude, I really wanted to clean some shit up, man. Mm. I really did. The internet's a dirty place, and it just didn't want us to clean it up. So No, yeah. I, I have no idea what was going on, but uh, yeah, I mean, we started playing it. It's very easy to... Uh, join a friend to start doing stuff and i don't know we were probably going for a solid half hour or something then i got booted came back and then it just started kicking me randomly over and over and over again and it would be very random too like i might get to play for five minutes then it would boot me then it would i would take three steps then it would boot me um and it was just very continuous until the point where uh, it booted you too, <laughs> and then we yeah. kind of called it quits. <laughs> it yeah. was just really frustrating because, uh, honestly, I was having a really good time. I think this is a pretty, pretty fun game. I really wouldn't have thought this game would be entertaining at all, but there's something very relaxing. And if you like numbers going up and bars going down. Dude, if you'd this like is a to hear a notification sound whenever you oh. finish a task. Oh, it's so oh, good. Oh, baby. Oh, it's so good. It's they awesome. Just, they just put a bunch of tiny tasks in there, like you're cleaning off individual tic-tac-toe tiles. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You like those fucking attachments, getting new attachments to your power wash. You just fucking oh. spray down a spray down a dirt bike in like two minutes. <laughs> so good, it's so mm. satisfying to see this stuff get clean too. At oh, the yeah. end, oh my gosh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a game that like I would absolutely try it again um, after maybe they patch it another time or two, fix some of these bugs because I really don't know what was triggering. Uh, me to get booted all the time but yeah it's it seemed like uh it was definitely on the bigger levels and like once we got some progress into those levels like like usually to start like those levels we got pretty far in and then it started kicking once we got to like i don't know how far but like once we got a decent way into cleaning it um it started to started to boot boot right 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 yeah but yeah, I mean, I, I like it, dude. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had a lot of fun with it. I'm. Yeah, have you played all, more? We're, of it? we're, pl- we're playing it on Xbox Game Pass, but we're, I'll talk about it more later. But I got my Steam Deck, Ooh. and I can't, I can't play my Game Pass stuff there unless I, uh, unless I like go through the browser and stream stuff, or I install Windows on my Steam Deck, which I'm just not interested in doing. Um, I'd have to buy it again on Steam. Gotcha. To play more. Um, but no, I have I haven't continued on my own just yet. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, Power Wash Simulator, like a real surprise for me. I I don't normally go in for these these uh, chore simulation games. Like there are other simulation games that I play. I, I've played Farming Simulator. I've played uh. I played some other other simula like a lot of sports management simulation games, but uh, Power Wash Simulators satisfying. Yeah, same. 
I usually see these games and just go like, why would I play this sort of thing? But, you know, I think it's just power of Game Pass in a way. Of Game Pass really uh, opens me up to trying new experiences because that that uh, barrier to entry is pretty low on that. But yeah, I was I was very pleased with it. Very satisfying game. The time I got spent with it. What else do you have for us this week, Tyler? Um, not too much, but I uh, played more of the Horizon, Forza Horizon DLC, Hot Wheels stuff. Um, put a solid dent in it. The game's very fun. Not too much new there, but the DLC in 3 uh, was pretty just straightforward racing on the Hot Wheels tracks. This one is a lot more... Uh, diverse, I'd say, with the track. So not only is it a little bit of a mix of just normal horizon uh, racing, basically, like on the terrain of Mexico, in this case, um, it, it does mix it up between, you know, normal terrain and um, the Hot Wheels tracks. And I think they do it in pretty clever ways. Um, then the tracks themselves actually have some interesting stuff, like, some of them are covered in ice. Some of them are covered... Certain sections are, are basically like a gigantic water slide. And you're racing on that. Um, there's different sorts of boost all over the place. There's um, magnets. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting how they kept it spicy. So, very much enjoying that. Uh, just to kind of kick back and relax sort of thing. Um, and then the other thing that... I started with the wife. Is Stray. Ooh, you started Stray. I yeah. started playing Stray as well. Okay. All right. Um, we are, I think it was an hour 20 in was our clock when we stopped. Um, okay. Well, what was the last thing you did? Uh, we, I think I might be a little bit further than that. Yeah. So we climbed up to talk to a dude that was in an apartment and we have to go find his friends basically. And we have like three different people to go find for mm. some sort of You're book. you're finding their well, you're finding their notebooks. Yes. That's that's what we're looking for. So that's our next next objective. We stopped right there. Okay. So how far are you into the game? I am a little bit further than that. I've okay. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to talk too much about what you're what you're doing in that game, but like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely further along. Um, but first impressions, Tyler. What do you think of that of the first part of your journey there, where you're walking around with the other cats? It was very enjoyable, and you know, it, it's it, I like how you can go up and interact with the cats. You can meow, and the cats will fucking meow at you. All right. The other right, ones, right. I like that. All right. For real, what, what what do your cats think about that? My real-life cats? Yeah. Uh, uh, Peppa was just... She's very obsessed with our little kitten. Um, yeah? So she just sits there and, like, stares at her office door. Like, we've, we've let the kitten out more and more, uh, but she'll just, like, sit there... Uh, because uh, the pebbles are kitten, she'll come out and she'll be happy and all that stuff. And then she kind of gets overwhelmed and she legitimately runs back into her office where we stay, uh, where mm. we, where she's been like staying overnight and stuff. So we'll just kind of shut the door and let her calm down because if not, Pe- uh, Peppa, our middle child now, will she likes to really get up in in the buttholes. Mm. It's very weird. Like mm. it's like almost the only thing that she does to this little kitten. And I'm like, dude, no one wants you to be in their ass. Go away. So she just like stares at that door and just like hangs out over there all the time. Uh, but Peach was hanging out with us, and she did actually start to get excited a little bit. Not excited to the point where she was like running up to the TV screen, but. She was sleeping, and she 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 started perking her hair up, or her head up, and looking at the screen. Her eyes kind of got a little excited, but then she just was like, "Eh, fuck it," and went back to sleep. So, I don't know. Have your cats reacted at all? Uh, 
not as much as I thought they would because uh, my one cat super hated the Monster Hunter Rise Palicos. Like, just fucking <laughs> growled like fucking crazy. Oh, wow. Um, at, at that. But uh, this game, I, I don't know. Like, they just... They've kind of, like, looked at it weird, but then kind of just moved on. Like, they, they haven't really had a huge reaction to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I find this game to be enjoyable, but it's obviously very simplistic so far. I mean, it's kind of opened up in terms of items and exploring and stuff like that, but... Um, you know, you can only jump on specific things. But sometimes jumping on that stuff and knocking a paint can over mm-hmm. is pretty satisfying. I like it. Um, <laughs> it's just satisfying in, in a weird cat way. Uh, the, cat, the, cat, the cats yeah, are good. The cat, the cat definitely behaves and looks like it's behaving like a cat. <laughs> yes, yes. And I like how you can interact with like very random stuff. You can kind of rub up against different uh i guess robots ai whatever they are um different objects or um i like the part early on in the game it's not really a spoiler you run into a computer and you have to step all over the keyboard yeah I'm like yeah yeah this uh-huh. is this is pretty accurate <laughs> for what what cats can do you can scratch on certain rugs you can ball up and go to sleep and the controller vibrates like the cat's purring and stuff it's, they they did a good job with the cat, and in the feeling of it, and the animations of it, um, I think are are really well done. I do think the game is is nice to look at. Uh, some of the environments, at least early on, I feel though, or like the paths that you had to take them, like this is starting to kind of all look the same in a way, mm. um, but. Since I got since we got to the section that we're at now, it's a little a little better there, I'd say. Um, I do think last thing I'll say for now is I think the game's pretty clever, kind of like I don't know, even some more bigger budget titles like a Uncharted game of kind of guiding you through the world with different signage or color on things, um, stuff like that. I think I think it's clever without giving you a a waypoint that says go here sort of thing um kind of lets you just go through through the world so yeah what what do you think of it so far uh i i think it's neat i think um i'm not sure like i'm kind of indifferent about like the actual like climbing around like pressing x to go to the next ledge like i yeah that's kind of whatever to me um there are some puzzles that I find neat. None of them are super challenging. Um, and then, like, later on, like, beyond where you're at, there's some there's some stuff that is kind of puzzle-like where you're kind of running around and, and avoiding some creatures. Um, mm-hmm. And I find it a little frustrating because, like, it's, it's kind of inconsistent about, like, when they'll actually be able to latch on to you and, like, when you'll be able to evade them. Like, it's... I don't know. Like, there are some frustrating bits to it that I'm not sure this game necessarily needed. They don't feel fun, but maybe I'm just bad at video games now. It's it's whatever. But I, I I'm I'm generally having a pretty good time with it. I I'm a little I'm a little worried that uh like this game isn't like isn't going to go in the direction where like hey let's get this cat back to back to their friends. Uh, um, it seems very much obsessed with, oh, what are these robots up to? What is up with this city? Um, it's it's more interested in that than, oh, this cat got lost. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, I kind of want, at least where I'm at so far, I kind of want both, in a way. Like, I kind of want to learn about this city a little bit, because it is kind of interesting to me. But, yeah, I, I want this cat that you're playing as to go uh meet up with his with his buddies um because i found the beginning to be kind of cool when you're just walking around with them and then it gets a little sad it just seems (laughs) so far to me like it's a lot of you solving everyone else's problems 
and like <laughs> it isn't going anywhere for the cat. Yeah, um, right. Which also, let's just be honest, a cat wouldn't do any of this shit. No. <laughs> no. I feel like not. it would just sit around or it would do the whatever. part where it not where it causes someone to fucking drop a paint can. Um, yeah, it would oh, definitely absolutely. do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, all the asshole things that cats do, it would definitely do. But yes, actually being helpful, fuck no. Yeah, in in traveling as far as it has so far, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's stray. Um, yeah. What else you right, got? Kyle. How's this? How's that Steam Deck? Oh, this, you want me to get into the Steam Deck? All right. Uh, unless, unless deck. you want to wait for it, however you want to go about it. But I am curious to hear about this. Uh, the Steam Deck. Uh, the Steam Deck is a fascinating, wonderful device that I use to play games on my Steam library, and only those games because I'm afraid of breaking it because I don't mm. know Linux very well. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> like I I used to do some programming. I am not confident that I will not break this if I try to do something to it. Um You mean like not using Linux, like a different operating system or and stuff like I that? I mean or? like not using Steam, like going gotcha. like downloading some emulators and, you know, some some other st- other software that you know might just you know give me access to games that I normally wouldn't have access to. Uh, <laughs> let's just put it that way. Um, yeah, I mean, as a device that runs Steam games, I can say it works very well, um, and it works pretty easily. Like it's easy to understand. Um, it takes a little while to get used to the UI, but no different than like whenever you start up like a, a new console generation anywhere else. Um, and yeah, I just installed some games, and those games just worked because Steam said they'd work, or they'd at least be playable, and I'd find ways to make them work. Um, so yeah, I've played a few things. I've played some No Man's Sky on my Steam Deck. Um, it synced my cloud save, so I just took took uh took that save with me on the go and uh you know nice played around with that that felt just fine uh i played some motorsport manager now motorsport manager worked a lot better with me just using the steam deck as a large touch screen um so yeah that's that's how i've been playing that uh i also played oh what else what else um i played I guess I'll just get into it. I I, I started a new save of Disco Elysium again. Mm. And, uh... Damn, that game is really fucking good. It's excellent on the Steam Deck. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. That is a great way to play Disco Elysium. Yeah, right. Yeah, it seems like a great, great game to play on that device. Yeah. But overall, I find it, like... I find it to be a... A surprisingly powerful device for a small... Like, it's slightly bigger than a Switch. Um, but even then, like, even at that size, like, it, it plays some pretty intense stuff. I uh, I do have concerns about battery life. Ooh. I've been consulted about how to extend battery life by limiting uh, frame rate and refresh rate and all that. Like, just, you know, powering down, the, like pulling back the power a little bit on the switch to uh, get a longer battery life but uh, yeah when it, when I first installed Disco Elysium and I laid in bed with a fully charged steam deck two and a half hours later that thing was like yo uh, you might want to plug this in soon <laughs> damn wow um and yeah that that's my main concern with the steam deck it might not be the most travelable device uh you know it's you, you're going to want to have an outlet nearby just in case. Right. Uh, because it, it does, like, that battery does not hold a charge for as long as you'd like it to. Does it take a while to charge up then? Um, not if you use the charger that they sent with it. Because the charger that they sent with it is fucking beefed up as hell. And <laughs> <laughs> 
Like that thing, that thing runs some electricity, baby. Oh. Yeah, can imagine. Uh, I'm afraid to hook. I, I want to kind of experiment with it and try to hook it up to my phone once, but I don't want to fucking blow up my phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, it, it charges pretty quick. Cool. So, with it being larger than the the Switch in in its form factor, it still feels pretty good. Like, the sticks feel good, buttons feel good to use. Yeah, as far as like holding it, playing it handheld like that, um, it it works. It's not the most comfortable thing. I I've got to be honest. Uh, and the one thing that does annoy me a little bit is uh, the the track pads and where they're placed. Because if you're trying to use the sticks, um, you are going to more often than not brush up against those track pads, and if those track pads are being used in the game, you're going to end up putting inputs in that you don't mean to, and it's just, it's not great, um, the way that, the way that it's laid out. Gotcha. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, generally, like, the control options have been pretty good, like, there are a lot of the games that are verified for Steam Deck have a decent controller setup. Um, some of them, like like Motorsport Manager that I was playing, are easier if you just use the touchscreen, which it's a pretty big screen, and so using the touchscreen isn't that bad, especially if you're just using it to like click on things that, mm-hmm. as you would on a on a PC. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm having a very good time with it, and you know it's. It's a great, it's a great device if you are if you are out of the house and you want to play your Steam games. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, the whole uh, how it you saying with No Man's Sky it like synced your save and all that stuff. I mean, that, that's just that's awesome. How seamless mm-hmm. that seems to be. I gotta ask though, are you able to play Final Fantasy fourteen on this thing or? See, I could. If I wanted to jump through a few hoops, I I could. Um, I don't want to get locked out of my Final Fantasy XIV account again. Uh, Uh, Ah, It seems to happen every time I try to play it on a new device. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not going to do that. And also, like, while the the gamepad controls for Final Fantasy XIV are good, I would not play a lot of the... um, a lot of the raids, and like, yeah, I would not play the raids on a gamepad because I'm just not confident mm-hmm. in my abilities to, you know, get through my rotations and all that stuff. Right. Um, if I were to play Final Fantasy XIV on gamepad, I'd probably focus on just doing some crafting, some some kind of low stress stuff like crafting, mm-hmm. um, do, going out doing some fishing. I do a hell of a lot of fishing. I were playing on the Steam Deck, um, but I've got other games to play. Like I, I've got plenty of stuff. I've got stuff queued up. Um, I, yeah, like Disco Elysium is one of the big ones that I've queued up. Once I once I finish that, I'm thinking about moving on to Tales of Arise because that's good on Steam Deck. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of JRPGs I can play that'll that'll run really well on this. Yeah. Maybe even I go into the Dark Souls games. Maybe I buy the Elden Ring again if it goes on sale. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it sounds cool. Sounds like a very cool device. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much it. I I mean, I have been playing Final Fantasy fourteen on the PC, so that's the other thing I've been playing. But other than that, like that, that's pretty much all I got. Right on. Do you have any additional video games to add? No, I do right. not. Let's hit this news, baby. You, you didn't do any racing? God damn, okay. Well, okay. I mean, I, I this did, is pr- did some Forza oh. Horizon. All right, Forza, okay. Yeah, but yeah, no, I did, I did not do F1. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I got, I got other shit okay. to do. We're making progress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get into the news then. Um talked about Stray and Annapurna published that. Annapurna also had a little showcase event where they uh, showed showed some games that are going to be updated 
some new games that are going to be up that are upcoming. Um, had a little roundup here. These games that are going to be coming to uh, yeah. We got we got a uh, the Pathless, which is coming to uh, to Xbox and Switch. It's already out on PS5. We got Hindsight, um, narrative adventure game. It's, it's coming out August 4th. We got The Outer Wilds, which is getting a next gen update uh, on September 15th. Uh, Solar Ash is going to Steam and it's going to Xbox Game Pass. Um, what Remains of Edith Finch is getting an upgrade. Maquette is coming to Xbox. Ho-Ho-Cum? Ho-Ho-Cum? You remember Ho-Ho-Cum? I do. It's coming to Steam. And it's actually right. out today. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing... I think some of these games are, are cool, but yeah, nothing really new or exciting here, I'd say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Outer Wilds, What Remains of Edith Finch, getting next-gen updates. I never played those games, so I'm going to check them out. And uh, uh, Solar Ash coming to Game Pass, I might honestly check that out. I was kind of interested with that game when it came out, but uh, I think it came out at, like, the very end of the year last year. Just kind of okay. fell by the wayside. Anything interest you here? Um... I mean, I, I've got to be honest, I've played a lot of these games. I, mm-hmm. I mean, Solar Ashes and Maquette are the only games that, and I guess Hindsight, Hindsight hasn't come out, but like, I, I've played, I've played a little bit of the Pathless, um, I've played Outer Wilds, I've I, I played What Remains of Edith Finch, and Ho-Ho-Cum, I mean. Yeah, I guess if right. if I have time, I'll try to play some of these other these other ones. But man, I just I have so many video games to play, so many yeah. opportunities have opened now that I have a Steam Deck. Right. Yeah. Mm. I'm with you there. I'm interested in a, in a number of these, but I got a lot of shit to play. Yeah. You know, I have. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. You have a lot of shit to play. And, it, and it's going to be coming at you fast. We'll get to that later. Um, all right, all right. Uh, let's first here talk about multiverses. Uh, it's been in beta for a while now, a beta that you can dump money into, so whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they've, had, they've had a lot of people play that video game. They've reached a peak concurrent player dump count of uh, 144,456 players. That's a lot. This is the platform fighter, the Smash-like video game that incorporates Warner Brothers properties. Um, it's, it's... People seem to like this. It's not for me, but people seem to like this. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh... Yeah, on PlayStation, it's second on the PS5 most downloaded list. On Xbox, it's in the top, like, Xbox most played games as well. So, don't have exact numbers there, but I imagine it's doing pretty well on on console. But it's kind of not surprising to me. Uh, I feel like there's always a lot of interesting games like this. And it kind of comes down to how does the gameplay, how is the gameplay overall and what is what's the character selection basically and i feel like this game has a decent amount of interesting characters to play i mean warner brothers is a storied company you know they they have a lot of a lot of different ip and, and characters they could pull pull yes. from and, War- yes so. warner brothers owns a lot of stuff <laughs> yes yeah and i mean they added fucking lebron james why not yeah <laughs> it's just so dumb that's so dumb I want them to dig real deep into like random shit on HBO that they own like let's get fucking Tony Soprano in there why not holy shit um like let's let's go like beyond like let's get into the adult stuff let's pull like a random dude from the wire uh you know get get some some feistiness there with uh like Westworld or (laughs) like why not uh that'd be crazy That'd be crazy. Um, yeah. Or fucking Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Why not? 
<laughs> I doubt it'll happen, but yeah, it's not surprising to me. I mean, I don't think I'll check this game out, but it it does look fun. I mean, I, I like Smash, and this game looks very very close to that. So yeah, I mean, free is a very uh, is a very easy price to pay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And they're at least voicing their characters, too, unlike the Nickelodeon game that launched. (laughs) All right. Well, before I get to that, I'm going to have to investigate something. Because one of my favorite games of all time, Nier Automata, I thought I played all of it. It turns out I haven't. There's a, uh, people are discovering a new, a new area, a church that you can enter in Nier Automata that people haven't, uh, just people haven't really explored until now. And it's not like it was locked off or anything. Um, it's not like they just updated the game to open this up. Like, people have found a way in. Uh, it's, uh. It's mind-blowing. New stuff to discover. Not new stuff, but stuff that hasn't been discovered yet in your automata. Right. Um, man. I, I, yeah, I just think this is wild. For a game that was as popular as it was to now still have stuff discovered in it. Right. Yeah, it's not really like... I don't know. Like I'm watching this video here, and it's just like there's just a door there that you can go through like it's it's been there the whole time it's not like they're like breaking the game in some way it's just yeah there's this door there that it it to be fair very much blends in with the environment um but that's yeah this is actually pretty fucking wild and it looks cool too honestly yeah what other secrets are there to be uncovered in your automata seriously that's awesome and yeah, for this game to be out for over five years now and to be discovering stuff like this is awesome. Such a good game, dude. Oh my gosh. I still play that soundtrack sometimes. Yeah. When I when I'm going to work. Yep. It's a, it's it's an all timer uh soundtrack. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe Maybe 2B is the protagonist of Grand Theft Auto 6, because, you know, they're going to they're gonna have a female protagonist for, well, maybe not the first time in Grand Theft Auto history, but the first time in, like, 3D Grand Theft Auto history. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's, there's leaks out there about Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, or a report or whatever, but, like, yeah, they, they've got some details out here about GTA 6. Uh, and just generally about uh, the the culture at Rockstar uh, and how that has changed and how that might change the way they write their video games. Um, and it seems like, in my opinion, these are uh, changes for the better. Uh, where they will, you know, maybe instead of, you know, punching down on, you know, groups, minority groups that, uh, you know are systematically oppressed already like maybe 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 they just direct their attention and write jokes about you know fucking people who can take it <laughs> yeah um, yeah it does seem like a lot of these changes at the studio of uh, from this report seems seems to be very beneficial um you know sounds like uh from this um Rockstar's hired more producers to cut down on workload, improve mental health benefits, um, got rid of some of their boys' club culture. Uh, that's yeah, this is all all good stuff, and it's good because you know when Red Dead Two came out, there was all those reports about the the culture of Rockstar there and crunch and all that, all that reporting that came out. Um, it was like, ooh, this doesn't sound very good, but it's good that yeah, it sounds like they're kind of turning it around. In ways here, good to see a big studio do that. And I find uh, some of the some of the reporting around what the actual game is to be f- f- 
kind of fascinating. Um, very cool that uh, it's going to be a kind of a Bonnie and Clyde type story, and you'll be playing a female protagonist, which is a first for for uh, GTA. I think that's awesome. Miami makes a lot of sense to me, and as much as I would love GTA to go to a totally different place that they haven't done before, because Five was, uh, you know, kind of San Andreas again, um, and obviously with Four they went back to Liberty City, which is basically New York City, and now going back to Miami, I think, I think it's awesome only because of the visual potential there and. The only time they really did Miami was on the PS2. So, it's been long enough. Why not? Um, But what I find to be the most interesting part about this whole thing is it's kind of a two-parter. One, that they're planning to, to potentially launch this game before March of 2024, which I don't see happening at all. And I'm not saying it can't happen, but it's fucking Rockstar. They are perfectionists. And I just, I, I just cannot wrap my head around in a year and a half or less, we're going to have the next Grand Theft Auto game. Like, are you kidding me? What the fuck? It took forever for them to make Red Dead 2. Um, now, they have changed their ways of producing stuff, so maybe that helps. But also, it seems like this game might... Now, I think we have to kind of wait and see when it actually launches, but... Seems like they're kind of taking a GTA Online approach to it in terms of a single-player way where it's going to launch with, like, X amount of content and then they're going to add more missions and cities over time. So it sounds like this game is probably very ambitious in terms of scope. I'm totally down for that because I really wish we got more single-player content for GTA Five, and it just never did. Um, so, you know, hopefully adding more single player stuff is, you know, there's a lot more focus on that with GTA six rather than just the online stuff. But I'm, I'm just curious, like if they're really putting this game out before March of 2024 and the plan already is to kind of somewhat make it a live service game, even from a single player aspect of just adding more stuff over time, how much, how much content is going to be there when the game launches. Because GTA games are usually just very big at launch. You know, I'm just curious, are they really scaling it back? Um, or not? So, what would remain to be seen? Go ahead. I mean, I, I already find Rockstar's games to be too big, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they just have too much stuff in their games. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I, it, it's, it really does... Like, when they do launch a game like GTA V, it does... It, it gets a little overwhelming, if I'm being honest. Like, there's just too much shit to do. Like, I doubt I've even seen half of what's in Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you could spend forever in that game. And that's the thing, like... GTA V and Red Dead Redemption 2, I loved both of those games when I played through them when they launched... Um, and yeah, it can feel super overwhelming, but when you really just kind of invest yourself in the, in that world, I mean, it can be very, very rewarding and kind of fascinating of just how much attention to detail a studio can put into a, an open world of that size. Like it just, it, sometimes it can just make like a Ubisoft game, for example, just seem a little like laughable in a way um you know there's a lot a lot of people do a lot of hard work on those games i'm not saying they don't but man just some of the attention to detail that rockstar can do now playing it is kind of a another story like gta 5 was the first gta game that i felt like oh wow this this actually feels fine to play uh red dead i felt red dead 2 i felt like some things felt good and other times i'm like man I feel like we're back in the 360 days, bro. Like, <laughs> it just certain things don't feel very good about this. Um, so I'm curious on the, on the gameplay improvements, what they might do with this with this game. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, like I said, the last, uh, last thing I'll say is I just, I find it just wild that in a year, maybe, maybe this year, who the fuck knows? We might know, like, GTA 6 might be announced. I don't know. It's just really hard for me to wrap my mind around that. But It could be at the Game Awards. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Keeley can pull some very big announcements sometimes. So, it would not surprise me at all. Alright. Let's, uh, let's, let's get into Bungie's business here. Um, Bungie has confirmed what, you know, may, may, may have been suspected for a little bit, considering, you know, some of the recent events over there, uh, that they have, they have pulled back some of their communications to, uh, to protect their employees, because they've been getting more than just harassment. They've been uh, they've been getting some threats to towards towards the studio and the people working there, um, to the point where they they've even sued someone over this. Um, and yeah, it's it is a very sad thing to see happen because you know Bungie I think generally does good work. Um, I don't get why gamers are angry at Bungie. They seem to be doing just fine uh, it's uh yeah it's a really weird one here because even a developer that you think is doing right by their fans is still getting stuck with a shit th this fucking shit storm of harassment and now threats from certain individuals out there yeah oh absolutely it, it, it's wild too because i feel like Bungie has always been, for a very long time, been, you know, one of the golden standards of community with video games and uh, communicating with that community, hearing feedback, all that stuff. Bungie's always been great with it, and they've been very great with it with Destiny. Um, you know, they, they're good at saying, this is happening, this, this, and it, this, here's this event, we fucked up on this, this is what we're doing about it. Um... And, and to, yeah, see gamers just getting mad about literally fucking everything. Like, Jesus Christ. Awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. This is why, like, I just, it's stuff like this that just, I have a really hard time. Like, just, I don't know, going on Reddit or comments on YouTube or whatever and, and reading about people's thoughts on video games. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, you guys complain about everything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just yeah. awful. Yeah, I just, I generally, kind of like, I, I don't give a single fuck. And this is, with all respect, anyone out there, I don't really care what you think about a video game anymore. Yeah. Because yep. unhinged shit like this happens every couple weeks uh, where y'all just have and I'm not saying y'all are like this but it comes up that someone out there is being a huge dick about fucking nothing in a video game yeah um, and it's it's exhausting because I, I just can't I don't have the energy to care about what people online think about a video game Right. Yeah. And I, I, I used to not necessarily care, just find it interesting. Like, oh, this game got announced. Or, oh, that's a big piece of news. Like, I'm just going to scroll through some comments, see what people have to say. And then it's just like, now it's just like, dude, oh my gosh, you guys are just the fucking worst. Like, I can't stand reading this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm with you. It's, it's, it comes to a point where you're like, have these people ever spoken to another human being about anything? <laughs> right, right. Like, you wouldn't talk to anyone like that, would you? Like, I hope the nope. fuck not, because you're going to get fucking punched in the mouth. Right. Um, fucking stay home. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right, Tyler, our resident Marvel expert. Uh, tell us about this Black Panther game. Apparently, EA is making a Black Panther game. 
and this it's being led by the former uh, head of Monolith. Um, Monolith made the Shadow of of War and Mordor games um, over there. Um, but yeah, apparently this this is uh, happening. It's it's the new studio that EA opened up recently in Seattle to make an open world game, and this is going to be an open world Black Panther game that is single player focused. So that to me is awesome. I I know there's a lot of Marvel games in development right now. There's a lot of Marvel everything, and uh, it can be very easy I think to just feel overwhelmed by this stuff or just kind of run down by it losing a lot of interest in it but Black Panther to me is a very cool character that I feel like in an action oriented video game single player game could be fucking awesome to play as Uh, Wakanda is a very fascinating place to me and putting that in a video game why not like, that is cool, and and there's a lot of really cool shit that I feel like you could probably do with that. Um, I just, yeah, hopefully EA allows this game to just be an awesome single-player game, like Jedi Fallen Order or something like that, uh, because I think there's a lot of great potential here. So Sounds like it's very far away, though, but, man, I don't know. I'm down. I'm down. Do you have any interest at all? And they've fallen off of Marvel. So. Look, I don't care about Marvel. Mm-hmm. But there are Marvel characters, which I will make an exception for, and Black Panther is one of them. So if this cool. game looks good, I'll check it out. But Hell. if it doesn't, I don't fucking... I don't have any reason to play a Marvel game that doesn't look good to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there, for sure. With how many there are. Absolutely. But, yeah, I just... I think there's a lot of great potential here, so... Let's fucking go. Okay. Um... I guess we can talk about... A, uh... Another Disney property, Star Wars. Uh... The KOTOR remake... Um... That Aspire was working on. Um... They've... They've... Paul... They they pressed the pause button on that. Um, they haven't they haven't said one way or the other when it's coming out or if it's coming out. Uh, yeah. Which is a bummer. I was kind of looking forward to that. Uh, but you know what? Maybe maybe we don't need it. Maybe we maybe we don't need the Kotor remake. Yeah, I don't know. We might not need it, but man, I think it could be very cool. And um, apparently they showed like a vertical slice off to Lucasfilm and Sony. You know, this game is a timed PlayStation 5 exclusive game. And they were not impressed at all, which really makes me wonder what it's like. Because I've also heard reports that it seemed pretty faithful to the original game. So it's kind of like, well, what do you want? Like, what's that balance? I'd be very curious to hear um, why Lucasfilm and Sony weren't impressed at all, but they ended up firing the art director and the design director. Um, And basically, uh, Aspire is looking for new projects to work on, and there's uh, possibilities that Saber Interactive might take over this game, but that's not confirmed yet. Um, but damn, and and also, this is kind of wild to me, they were targeting a late 2022 release, yo, (laughs) but now, uh, according to this Bloomberg report, is 2025 might be a realistic target, which I don't know who the hell thought this game was coming out in 2022, but to me, I think this game... Man, I, it wouldn't surprise me if it totally gets canned, which would be, I think, pretty unfortunate. I think Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, you know, people have been clamoring for a third one for years and years and years. It's just one of those games that it's like if you could just have a, a magical sequel to 
uh, in a franchise that just doesn't exist right now. You could bring back from the dead, whatever. I feel like I always see Knights of the Republic, Old Republic 3. And so remaking the first one, you know, that's awesome. And yeah, I feel like this could have been a pretty, pretty big game, but I don't know. I, I don't have high hopes for it now. We'll see. See what happens. Yeah, I just... But I guess the thing is, it's like Embracer, who owns Aspire, has 20,000 fucking studios that I'm sure they could find someone that, some sort of team that could take this over, potentially, and get it on the right track. I don't yeah. know. It's... it's just anything in Star Wars, you know, just just happen like like it's planned. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a bummer. Bummer to hear this, but... Let's hope the game comes out. It not only comes out, but it's good. Yeah. Even if that is in 2025. It would be a real shame to fuck up one, you know, one of the most uh, fucking well-regarded RPGs from Bioware's early early uh, days. It's Yeah, that would be yeah. a real, real fucking black mark on your, uh, on your resume there. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's given me a little bit of like Final Fantasy VII Remake vibes where I forget the studio that Square Enix gave uh, gave uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake two, and apparently that wasn't going so what super hot at all. So Square Enix took it over themselves. Like, duh, that's one of your most important games. It's going to be a huge release. How you know people wanted a remake of Final Fantasy VII forever on modern hardware, and you know then they take it over and it comes out years later, and it's pretty good. And I wonder. Now, that's more of, like, an internal thing, you could say, where it's not like Lucasfilm has a, a studio they could go to that they own uh, that could take this game over, so... But it's, it sounds like it could be one of those things. Like, here's Aspire, they're making this game, and it's just not going in the right direction. Might need to get a different team on it. It's not the only delay, however. Um... But I'm disappointed this hasn't been canceled. Lord of the Rings Gollum. <laughs> this game yeah. looks like shit every time. I, every time I look at it, I'm like, why are they making this? This is fucking awful. This is, this is an insult to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, what the I fuck are they put doing in, here? Right. I kind of put this in here for that reason in a way. Not to, not to just shit on it. It's just kind of like, ooh. It's, uh... And, and I'm just like, I'm so sick of these statements that they put out. Like, thank you for your support, but we need more time to make the game better. And this and that and this and that. That we see constantly with delays because they always get fucking delayed. I cannot believe that they put a release date on this game for a, just a, a month and like, what, three days? Uh, when this game was actually supposed to come out. Now it's in, you know, they they didn't give it a date. They're just saying next year, but no. Nah, 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 I, to me, it doesn't matter when this game comes out. It just does not look good at all. Look, this game <laughs> makes me want to just, <laughs> in a very sick way, play Lord of the Rings online <laughs> on my Steam Deck. <laughs> just to see if I could get that to work. Um, because that that might be the only Lord of the Rings thing that I enjoy. Because I'm not sure I'm going to like that TV show either. I'm turning around on it. I'm not saying it's going to be good, but that very first trailer they put out, like a year ago now, I can't even remember. I know, it was during the Super Bowl um, earlier this year. I was like, ooh, that doesn't look too good. But this recent trailer, I'm like, okay, okay. I can see where you're putting all this massive budget into it. We'll see, though. I mean, it... The thing about Lord of the Rings is, like, I the lore, the world, all that stuff is great, but it's it was really about the characters to me, and this being a a prequel to Lord, of, you know, the Lord of the Rings in a way, just set way before it. I, the characters gotta be good. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see on that. Back when Gandalf was young and fucking. <laughs> yes. Uh. 
Gandalf fucks. That's official. Um, moving Ooh. on. <laughs> Goat Simulator 3. Uh, it has an official release date now. That's November 17th. Uh, there is no Goat Simulator 2. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I, I, I don't love, know, man. I love this that. Is, this is fucking ridiculous. This is... It is. Ah. Uh, uh, I I won't play this, but I'm very curious to see like just the ridiculous videos that come out of what this game probably is going to be. Uh, is it? No. Is is this coming out on Game Pass? No. no. It isn't. Okay. I mean, there's still time. It's possible, but yeah, it's not. Okay. Not yet. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna have to say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say no to goat kids. <laughs> um All right. Let's wrap this up here with a couple pieces of news. Your August monthly games have been announced. They are as follows. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2 on PS5 and PS4, also on PS5 and PS4. Yakuza like a dragon. And then on PlayStation 4 Little Nightmares. And Damn. Yes, that is a very good month, but Tyler, the most important news of this all is that Yakuza Like a Dragon is the first of the entire Yakuza series that is going to be coming out to PlayStation Plus members. The entire Yakuza catalog is coming to PlayStation Plus members over the next next few months uh eight months um yeah that that's all of the yakuza's that they have here yeah wow that's awesome so tyler <laughs> let's let's go on an adventure tyler <laughs> it's yakuza Pl- time <laughs> we'll play all the yakuza's <laughs> let's just play all the yakuza's <laughs> all maybe <of> <laughs> Dude, it, these yeah, these games just keep staring at me because not only are they coming to this PlayStation Plus now, but they are all in Game Pass, I believe. Just keep staring at me, saying Tyler, like you should play these. If we were ever to sit on a couch and record you playing through a game while I'm sitting next to you talking about them, <laughs> <laughs> Yakuza would be that series of games. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I yes. fucking love this series. It's awesome that this is all coming. <laughs> this, yeah, it's just fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah, I I love that they're doing this. Um, yes. Yeah, and and it, even for just the base PlayStation Plus, I mean that's a banger lineup. There, Flight Dragon, Tony Hawk, Little Nightmares. There's some very high quality games. Play like a dragon, y'all. Uh, y'all should just... I think Yakuza 0 might be a uh, top 10 games of all time for me. If Damn. I'm being, if I'm being Ooh. fucking honest. Ooh. You know, yeah, we might have to make that fucking list someday. Oh, fuck. Just uh, a bonus episode or something when we need a, an episode for, for a week. Oh. Yeah, I'm kind of getting very curious now. You're saying Yakuza 0 in this episode, and then uh, Nier Automata. I'm curious what else might be in there. Well, Nier Automata's top five for me. Wow, yeah. All right. I don't want to fucking... Look, we're not going to fucking do this right now, but we will no. do it. Yeah, yeah, let's let's keep it in the back pocket when we need, need an episode. That'd be very fun to do. Okay. I honestly well, gonna, haven't yeah. really thought of mine at all. Like there, there's games that are up there for sure, but I haven't really thought about it in a long time. Of like, what is my top five, top ten, whatever? So that would be fun, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're gonna have to leave it there. Um, it's actually getting hot in my apartment. I wonder if my AC just fucking died because it's. It feels like it's about five degrees warmer than it usually is in here. Uh, so I'm going to have to do some investigation on that. Um, maybe it's just the alcohol I'm drinking. Like the uh, fucking almost 16 ounces of pure alcohol I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, that could uh, be it. 
<laughs> Hopefully it's not like a, a couple of years ago, my brother-in-law's house, their, their AC and their thermostat all got fucked up and they came home during the summer one day and their house, it was literally 106 degrees in their house because the Yikes. AC completely decided it was going to pump hot air into the house instead of cool. Yeah, I couldn't imagine I, that. That's <laughs> so that that hopefully that doesn't happen. Be happening. No, uh, no, definitely not. All right. Well, we'll get back to y'all next week. Um, I should have I should have finished Stray by then. I'm not sure how far you'll get into it since you are playing it with Kelly. Um, that. I will not blame you if that takes you a little bit longer to get through, you know, <laughs> just arranging a schedule of a time to play with someone else. Yeah. Um, I'll hopefully have have more of it done for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll play some more of that. I'm going to play I'm going to play some Disco Elysium and then maybe get into the Tales of Arise. Uh, just a lot of video games to play. So we're going to mm-hmm. stop here and get to that. Uh, until next week, you know, give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. All the, all the good, do all the good things. Do all the good things I tell you to do because I told you to do them and you will obey me because you're, you're, you're good like that, right? Oh, yeah. All right. We'll catch you next time. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and... He had chewing gum on his pubis.